hope I never get, but you know, it's in my family. Diabetes? Yeah, through and through. Mom, I mean, isn't that, um, like, for South Asians, uh, cholesterol, diabetes, these things are more, is it pressure, Pressure. blood pressure? Pressure bleeding. Pressure bleeding. How does everybody have a pressure mapper in their house? Every single person. Have you seen Bangladesh? Everyone also self-medicates. Hey, you don't oh, need a for sure. And it starts with pressure. Ay, ay, pressure yeah. the cook, pressure the cook. Guys, pressure the cow. Fucking hell. I have a great story. Like, if I literally just open the door to this closet, I can bring out like three no. pressure. So, my mom was visiting me one, one year. Uh, I was pregnant with Isla. So, geez, it was nine years ago at this point. And she first got to New York visiting her brother's, brother and sister. And she's like, she lands and she's panicking. She's here in Chicago. She's like, before I took off, I had my brother measure my pressure. Blood pressure needs a blood pressure. I'm a blood pressure on a kaichilo. Because and she's traveling. She was yeah. stressed. And she's like freaking out. She comes, she's like, you need to, you know, do you have a blood pressure machine? I was like, no. <laughs> Is that a common thing for people to have? Exactly. Not in this country. So then she was like freaking out about it. And I had to take her to like a Walgreens and have a pharmacist check her blood pressure. And then she had me buy two blood pressure machines. Because <laughs> you need a backup. Yeah. And you need to compare. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever had those? Mm-hmm. Those are yeah. supposed to be like, I guess we didn't know how to use it, but that gives you like. 400 over 200 or some shit like this. Like yeah, it's, it's not very accurate. It's not huh? accurate at all. So yeah. at a lot of the drugstores, they have one that you can just do by yourself. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not a doctor. I don't know what any of this means. And she's like convinced. She's like, and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then, you know, she doesn't have insurance here. She's visiting from Dhaka. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I can't take you to a doctor. Luckily, this pharmacist lady, you know, measured it for her. And it was, I think, high. Um, and, and she's on medication. It's not like she's... She know, takes but, blood pressure to shoot? Uh-huh. Which is lifelong. Did you guys know yeah. that? Once yeah. you start, you can't stop? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think she was just stressed out, you know. But it was... I'm like... Mine hey, will do really strange things to your body. Like, because I have all these devices all connected to me i get to see it real time but yeah. anytime you fly your blood sugars will always get all messed up really like the stress and the altitude causes Ooh. your blood blood sugar to always rise so you sense. have to so when you're flying trying to manage that by like not eating too shitty because as soon as you descend it starts dropping really fast oh. and so like I guess a regular person's body would be able to regulate that themselves. But they say in order to have like a nice flight where you're not feeling like shit after, if you just either monitor it or just kind of eat sensibly and like walk around and move around, you're not going to have those issues. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I have to have a drink every time I fly, if, if not Which two. Is, I think uh, drinking brings it down, depending on what Doesn't you're Doesn't it go up? If you're drinking like cocktails, then blood sugars go up. But otherwise, if you're just like a gin tonic, oh yeah, that that'll bring it down because your body's metabolizing the alcohol and not (laughs) these fucking MPs over here. (laughs) That's what I tell my mom all the time. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I know. The <laughs> same thing. Ustad, you know, like they're experts in this stuff. And I'm like, none of us are doctors. No, we're doctors. Blood pressure, cholesterol, Oh my God, exactly. And then they use all the actual medical terms for like yeah. a headache or something. And you're like, what is that? And it's like, oh, it's mathabata. Like, that's all it is. <laughs> Did you remember see those orosalanikakinpanushirbasherkomsing?Yes,kichuhilasalanda,salanda,jorhilasalanda,it's like well, Well, that's what's so cool is, no, I shouldn't say it's cool, but if you go to Bangladesh, you can walk into any yes. pharmacy or whatever they call it and buy, buy anything shit. from like Z-Packs to, you know, other uh, medi prescription medication here. Mm -hmm. You can buy it all over the counter. And there are lots of family that do families that mm -hmm. do that and bring mm -hmm. in and they, they've got like a storage of Z-Packs. So anytime, yeah. so they like to be Z-Pack me now. <laughs> It's a it's a thing. What's the Z pack? is it's basically an antibiotic. So it's like the oh, it's five yeah. days or seven days. It's it's amazing. I mean, if mm. you genuinely have a bacterial infection, that works. Not, is it bacterial or viral? Bacterial. Bacterial. Bacterial, bacterial. bacterial. Yeah. And it works really well. But, But anything, everything is antibiotic. Antibiotic. Co. Antibiotic. Everything. Co, yeah. Mm. Whether you have something or not, preventative antibiotic call. Yeah. Like what? What's the what is the one it's called, Dhaka? I can't remember the name. It's so common. But that was the solution to every problem. I mean, paracetamol is definitely one mm -hmm. that's thrown around a lot. Antibiotic ectonamasi. I know. I feel like it's with an A. Yeah. It's not amoxicillin. It's like a Dhaka. No, no it's like the Bangladeshi brand or something. Anywho. Yes, that's the answer to everything. Yeah. I mean, we're we become dependent on these things. And then the problem is if you keep taking antibiotics, they stop working. Exactly. Yeah. Um, with your But if you have to give your child a birth control <coughs> pill to regulate their hormones or PCOS, oh no 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 no. It's called brown math. Have you guys seen this yes. new yes. trend? Yes. X math. Mom math. Yes. I just math. saw one for brown math mm -hmm. and it's fantastic. Mm -hmm. It really is. Um, There's a few of them. You guys, it's, mm -hmm. it's like so true. Everything that we, you know, the, the hypocrisy of many things. <laughs> yeah. But to, to what you're saying about brown or like Deshi family or just people we know or just people in general being experts in health. Yes. I feel like this is something I want, wanted to bring up that When I was diagnosed with my type 1 diabetes, mm -hmm. there was so much noise coming from every direction. Like, yeah. oh, like, everybody is an expert in diabetes, right? Like, and everybody yeah. is an expert when Fuad had his cancer diagnosis. Yeah. It was all like, oh, just eat it, it, I mean, you don't need to trust medicine. Just, mm -hmm. you know, take care of it this way. Like, from people who have no background, in medicine whatsoever yeah. they were all gung-ho about giving all kinds of advice and how simple so. it must be for you to just be like a mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
একটু কলিজা খাও একটু করলা খাও সব ঠিক হয়ে যাবে মরে গেছে No, but there's no filter. <laughs> Didn't someone tell you, Maya? Like, what aren't you telling me? Someone told you. Like, like, said, manage to eat. Something like, whatever. They, <laughs> it's always like, oh, everything, everything was always like, same. Even from my own mom. My own mom, like, when I was when they come over, my mom brought her famous buri. Buri and my blood sugar, they don't, they're not friends at all. If I eat Buri, I'm gonna, there's no way, no amount of insulin will bring me down for like 24 hours. So Buri, I try to avoid. Is it just all carbs? No, it's all fat. Buri is protein and fat, yeah. Mm. Protein and fat. So it's, and all the way they cook it, it's just, the way that it's processed is just not blood sugar friendly. So whenever she'd bring it, like, I'd be like, nah, you know, it's okay. I'll just have a tiny bit and that's it. Like, no, 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 how to me, it's going to be a bad thing, manage it, it's going to be a bad thing. But they don't understand the day-to-day, the hour-to-hour, the minute-to-minute struggle yeah. that I have to do in order to manage my symptoms so that I, I'm not an unbearable person to live with. Because mm-hmm. that's the thing when you have a chronic illness, especially one that's invisible, is yes. that there's no way to explain to somebody mm-hmm, that, you know, mm-hmm. I'm feeling really lousy right now. My blood sugar's not, you know, doing so well. And uh, since everything kind of lumps into one umbrella, oh, you have diabetes. Oh, yeah. Big deal. That's not really. Because... And there's nuances between one and two. Yeah. Everybody, absolutely. we know all of our bap chachas have two, usually in mm-hmm. my family. And so that's also another, like, they're living with it, so you should be able to live with it. Yes. Mentality. That's such a, a, that's the key point, is they very much like to compare what someone else's suffering looks like and why isn't yours exactly the same. same. And, I mean, it's for anything, right? Like, how I react to something might be completely different from how you guys react to it. That doesn't mean that your feelings are any less or anymore, or like, mm-hmm. I'm a stronger person than you are. Mm-hmm. And that is just so, I don't know, like ingrained in in our expectations of, mm-hmm. you know, within our culture of one, you shouldn't, well, one, it's like, you know, that we, we do have this whole um, thing of when we're suffering, we, we really show it. We're so dramatic. And if you're not showing it, then there's something wrong with you too. It's uh-huh. like, you can't win either way, right? So like you have certain people, like especially, I mean, bringing up, uh, you know, with flood and cancer and you guys dealt with it the way that worked for you and your family. And it wasn't like you were going out and being like, oh my God, my life is ending. My yeah. husband is, you know, critically ill, all of this stuff. And I think people expect that. And they're like, why aren't you The reacting? amount of criticism I got. Mm-hmm. It was insane. It was insane. Yeah. I mean, I had people coming and saying, Jay, oh, 
হ্যাঁ keeping people updated and just getting that support from or like whatever it is prayers blessings whatever it is he likes to share that real time for me however i kind of like to process things by myself for a bit and then when i'm ready then if i feel like sharing i'll share if i don't i don't when flood had cancer that was probably the worst time of my life and i was flooded like my messenger was flooded oh, with bet. thousands of messages and i didn't respond i couldn't respond there was what i was what was i going to say it's the same message oh dua karo shob dua kortesi shob thik ho jabe allah bharosha shob thik ho jabe chinta koro na you know i've had this family member this happened he's in good hands so yeah you know just i didn't know what to say because i i that's not how i process but mm-hmm. when it was all finished i got that oh you know maya ke to message korsilam maya to kono uttor dai nai familiar with So So there were two big health issues that we've dealt with when it came to my home and my family. So the first was what had bariatric surgery back in 2014 and there were some complications with that surgery. Mm-hmm. So oishomata that was kind of the first hit that we got health wise. Actually yeah. no, we have three, not even two. And then a few years later, like before Azalea even turned two, just it was like a month after we bought our home and we moved in we found out that Fuad had thyroid cancer and it's like a mix of two different types of cancer it was in like an early stage it was like the randomest thing to find out like his barber basically looked at him and was like dude one side of your face looks a little heavy i think you should go get checked out no really yeah yeah no joke that's how he found out shout out to barbers yeah <laughs> wow Yeah, and then he went and had that checked out. It was cancer. Oh, We were shit. I think one of the things that I was really lucky to have to be able to rely on was Fuad's family mm-hmm. because having Rahad bhai and Nikki bhai, my two bhabis, like everything was done super quick because mm-hmm. everybody was on board. Everybody was there to just, you know, okay, how can we take action? How can we get this resolved as soon as possible? So between the time that he was diagnosed and when he went in for surgery there was like a two week lapse. So within mm. two weeks we had everything sorted out. He was seeing like the best doctors. We're very lucky 
with our medical insurance and just to be able to live where we are to have that kind of support. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, that was the cancer. And then this past year, 2023, um, it, this was also kind of random that um, one of our family, like one of Watt's cousins, just randomly had a heart attack while his family was away. So Fouad's brothers were like, oh, I think we should all just get checked out. Just let's just see, you know, let's just let's just get a CT angio. So they all got the angio and then Fouad got his and they found out that he had a, it's like a congenital heart defect. So he had a congenital heart defect and there was like a block. So it was it was kind of a two in one situation. Again, found out completely by fluke. Um, and we, we had to go through, you know, surgery and get his recovery kind of along. I don't even know, like, I was just thinking about it now just makes me so, Yeah. I, I feel like, you know, there's, there's healing in the universe and you know it, and there's connection between everybody, but you know, sometimes you get that feeling that there's somebody watching over you and mm-hmm. I, yeah. like, that's the feeling that I get, but, um, <laughs> Look at that! All right, that's what nine for nine that she's yeah. right. Jeez, Maya, get it together. <laughs> do you see why I have so many wrinkles? Because uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. you do need Botox for that. Yeah. Okay. No, but that's that right. Out, but yeah. No. In- that's incredible. That I. I mean, if you think about it, you're right. Like both situations the fact that you guys caught it before it got worse yeah i mean i did not know that that's how flood figured out his thyroid situation yeah, neither the farmer was like there's a story like this of some reality show person where a nurse which was watching the show and noticed like a lump or something on their throat um i forget the guy's name they do one of those like house shows hgtv and she wrote a letter to him and said hey i'm a nurse you need to get your I don't know, something checked and it ended oh, up wow. being Tarek something was his name. Totally oh, oh God. A-G-T-V. With the blonde wife yeah. and yeah, yeah, yeah. all their yeah, drama. Had, but that's how it's it kind of very similar to your story about a barber being like something looks oh. off. You know because, what's funny? I mean, this is common regardless of cultures is that, you know, we are afraid, typically men, are not big advocates of their own health going to get checked preventative up health physicals and all of this stuff and then it's too late many times when they find these things out like the heart thing honestly that would have never been caught because no, it would yeah. do an angio for no reason yeah that is yeah. like crazy that you know he caught that um, and i have to say a psa is if you ever if, if you have family history of heart disease it's not your your cardio echo or ECG or EKG and these mm-hmm. kinds of or just even regular ultrasound will never find if you have a block unless you're having an active heart attack. Like we are we were very lucky. The cardiologist that saw Fouad and the one who operated is one of the top cardiologists wow. in the US. And he said the only way to find any issues with your heart is to get a contrast CT angiogram. So it has to have the dye and then it takes the picture oh. of your of your heart. I actually went and got it afterwards too. Wow. So I get so those things like my mammogram stress me out. 
Like just the fact that there could be something that this yeah. could reveal something from all of these stories of like nobody expected it came out of left field. That yeah. should freaks me out. But like, but wouldn't a- yeah, exactly. Wouldn't you want to know now mm-hmm. rather yeah. than someone telling you like, okay, Too you're late. stage four now and there's nothing you can do. I mean, by Absolutely. the way, good job getting your mammogram. Oh, very you happy. inspired me. Yes. <laughs> because again, like the whole concept of like, we live in a country where we have these resources. Yeah. And especially if you have insurance that covers all of this, yeah. there is no reason why you shouldn't be getting these things done, especially like the screening to help prevent things. Yeah. Um, and I mean, what's the protocol for the screening? Like, is it like an age? Do you want to just typically, I, I mean, first 40. of all, none of us are doctors, y'all. We're just sharing whatever all our doctors know. told us. Just whatever, disclosure: yeah. we are not amradaktana, but um, but our parents pretend to be. So, <laughs> <laughs> my understanding is at forty, it's recommended. Yeah. But I think the guidelines go as far as forty-five. But I mm-hmm. but I believe insurance to start. Will cover, yeah, but insurance will cover starting at forty. I think. Yeah. Um, and I mean, honestly, if you can do it. You should absolutely do it even earlier. If if you have a history uh, in your family, you can actually do it even earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's ways you can do other tests to see if you're, um, what is it, like preempted or, or predisposed yeah. to have it because it, there's some sort of genetic testing you could do to see if you'll get it or not. And then you start screening even earlier. Mm-hmm. For some people. But there's also like mammogram. I don't know about anywhere else here. There's like mammogram trucks that set up shop. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's very little, either little to no cost. Insurance or not, they'll just do it. Yeah. Which is great. Awesome. Yeah. So you have really no excuse here to not do it. I mean, we have the access to all of this. Um, But again, I mean, these are things that for one reason or the other, you know, in our culture, we shy away from it because to your point, Mary, like people are afraid mm-hmm. to know if something bad's going to happen. And they're like, no, 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 next year, next year. And then Darker like, you know, night. Don't, yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't, yeah. Don't, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, or my mom thinks going yeah. to the dentist is awful. She's yes. like, oh, that, that, that. Oh, God, She's not like wrong. <laughs> there are some shady people there that will do stuff to make more money, but or she'll be like, There's somebody I know who's like, I don't know if they do this in Bangladesh, but like, like Paps and like health yeah. screening for girls. They Here they it. start at before 18, I think. I think, and when I was growing up, I thought it was like 18. Now they do it earlier, and they don't do it. There's none in a Bina Hole. Be in now opportunity which is like, do you really know brown man what your kids are doing? Brown man. <laughs> that's a- you know that sometimes they do that thing, like let's say you go in with some sort of a symptom, like okay, I'm only beta hotche, period hula beta hai. And they're like, Oh na be a kolosh of tea Yeah, it? oh my god, hey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. What the fuck? Little do they realize then is Bacha Because yeah, you might have fibroids. Um because that's another one I totally forgot about. You're right. Like pap smears. Like, guys, 
you do not need to get cervical cancer. You can literally catch that if you get your, you know, pap smears. Mm -hmm. um, but nothing can go up there until you're married. And you're right. Like, I wasn't old enough when I was in Bangladesh to have to do any of this stuff. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if people in Dhaka get all of these things done. Like, do you only go to the gyne when you're pregnant and that's it? Or do you go every year? There's something's wrong. What do they call gynes in Bangladesh? Gyne. Gyne doctor. Gyne. I thought there was like a funnier name for it, but yeah, no. the Guyanese. But, yeah, but even here, Guyanese pretty funny. <laughs> but even here, like I didn't, I didn't go to the doctor unless I was like sick. Same. Oh yeah. Growing up, never. I didn't have a primary care forever. Yeah, still, I still don't yeah. actually have a primary. My kids do. Yeah. I don't have one. I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but the one that nobody seems to talk about is how hard breastfeeding is. And oh my god. You know, you go into it thinking, oh my gosh, pop out the baby and there's just like milk flowing, right? That's another one yeah. where everybody's like, Kano, habena kano. Yeah. Or My mom, she'd be like, Shagu kao. Shagu kao. She'd be like, Shagu kao, Shagu kao. I think I gained. I didn't lose anything <laughs> after this baby. Shagu, tushai, tushai, kawaii. Wouldn't she get constipated with all that shagu? I don't know. I definitely, yeah, She, my mom gave me that too. And really? the milk. They were like, yeah. oh, tumi to dud kao na, tarjan no Yes. And I couldn't. But one is stress. And two, I just don't think my body just wasn't. I, I'm not a yeah. producer of it. It just didn't happen. Like barely. Like by three months. And I had to always do the supplementary feeding. Me too. Every time. Because I, I, it was so frustrating because you think you're supposed to do this. This is your job. This is your body's job. It's naturally supposed to happen. You're supposed to be. Everybody's like, people need like bra pads and all these things to soak shit up. Like I could barely squeeze anything out. Yeah. <clears throat> I cried Forever. over spilled milk. Yes. Like literally yes. cried over spilled milk. Same. It was literally half an ounce, half an ounce is all I made. And then yeah. I dropped one. It was like, you know, the little ones that you start with? Yes. And I, yeah. Modelo. Yes. And it I, is so devastating. It is. And I, you know, it's important for people to know that it is okay to supplement. Absolutely. It's okay Absolutely. to feed all formula. It's okay to breastfeed in 100%. Kid just needs to be healthy, Fed, right? Yes, and I mean, healthy. And I think I don't know about if about your moms or you know in that generation, but my understanding is many of us were actually formula fed back in the day. Mm -hmm. I was, yeah, yeah, I was too. And my that, mom that went was, back to work a month after I was born, so yeah. And it seems like we are much more shamed now in this generation about mm -hmm. breastfeeding do you think? than they were. That's well, guess, like. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds maybe. like, I mean, everyone, and again, like in the Bangladeshi circle, when I ask, a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, formula. And it, it wasn't like a big deal. It didn't sound like it. I was lactose intolerant. So mm -hmm. I had to have like soy formula or something like this. They had so it back then? Yeah. Wow. burana. then. Back then, dude, in the 1980s. In the 1980s, Ashwaloto. Early 80s, by the way. 
Let me tell you, you See, were born in my computer's like I'm done. Oh my god, you were born bougie. Yeah, because you were like, in America. She's Canada. I, I only in have Canada, soy right. milk. I couldn't, I wouldn't survive. I, my mom's like, every time she would feed me, I and they didn't know why. No, but like allergies, another one, food allergy. Oh. I say the same thing though. It's true. There's too I much. Say the same thing. Yeah. But I'll quiz you. I, I, we did this once with Fuad. There was a bunch of us and I was like, I'll give you guys a quiz. Any allergy, whatever allergy it is, what are the three to four things you everybody says you can't eat? Can't beat begun. Chingri match. Aki. There's another one. Beef begun chingri match. But these three. And everybody that everyone we were at a at a bar, I think. And everybody that was joining us, we kept asking the next person coming in. Everybody had the same answer. Wait, so say How this again. That? Like you're saying what's the question? If, if any you, allergy you have, Amada Dishe, they say like allergy if I were away? allergic to peanuts. Or if you, you had a know, shoddy. like yeah, if you just if you just ate or whatever, oh, you, or and you broke saying, out into a hive, okay. or you just you know, if you have an gotcha. like if you have an allergic reaction, mm -hmm. what are the things people say that are causing it essentially? Allergic like reaction, or yeah, if you know that there's or to prevent an allergic reaction, whether you think you might have it or not, and you'll never eat it again. It's beef, begun, and shrimp. Every I've time. never heard this. Like, loti toti gulao toti. Wala But some of this, I don't know if this is an alert. Like, beef, I will tell you. One of the other, it seems like I've been noticing this, gout. Do you guys know what gout is? That's mm -hmm. another I've, common... Um, yeah, common disease. I don't know if that's the right word. But like Ailment. Ailment. Wait, Thank but you. what is it? It's flaring of... Um, I don't know if it's like flaring of joints because it's not a, a, like rheumatoid yeah. arthritis, but no, it's you know, like your joints. Oh, it is extremely painful. So it's something to do with your uric acid, and I can't remember if it's because you don't you have too much or too little. Too much, too much. But so, and then depending on your diet, certain things cause it to flare. So like beef, lentil, Chingri. it could be chingri. I don't know, Spinach. but like very have very common Bangladeshi um. food tend to have this like kichuri tichuri you can't eat um because it causes the flare and i've noticed even within my family i know at least three now who suffer from gout mm -hmm. um so i wonder if like the beef one thought triggered that thought because you Maybe. can't eat red meat when you have gout it just it's, mm. it's an awful pain like you it's debilitating how bad it is really yeah it starts like on your toes um and it just burns apparently like it's yeah. horrible, horrible horrible damn um gene much i can understand like people are shellfish so i can get it bagel i don't know if it's the consistency right like if people think that that's causing i think it's because it's, it's a nightshade it's a nightshade uh vegetable Money? what does that mean it's nightshade is no no nightshade vegetables is like a it's it's a umbrella term for certain types of vegetables so you got mm. like your peppers your tomatoes your uh, eggplants they are they all fall into that nightshade category 
Well, I thought it was because it was a dark color. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. It's not green. Can't, it's a dark color. Cannot, Nightshade. cannot take her out in public. <laughs> but oh. roti I remember, but this is something a lot of people do get like the, um, it itches. Mm-hmm. When you is that everybody or because I know that happens to me. Same happens to me too. I, I get I, I get free lip fillers if I have cattails. Mm. Oh, you! My I mouth can completely swell up. It's disgusting. But that's yeah, what I'm I saying. Have... One allergic reaction equals to lifelong sentence to never eat beef, shrimp, and big one. But I feel like I've even seen the opposite of it, where it's like, oh, my allergies like your body will get used to it. But like our kids, for example, like they start eggs and peanuts and stuff early Hmm. so that, you know, you can kind of mitigate some of those allergic reactions later in life. I mean, some are legitimate concerns. I mean, you can die from food allergies, right? So it Mm -hmm. is important. Like you shouldn't ignore it. Right. Which, again, sometimes you hear that of like, oh, allergy, allergy, I mean, no, man, if you have a peanut allergy, that's pretty serious. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, I'm allergic to oysters, which happened random. It didn't have, I oh. used to be able to eat them, but as an adult. And I didn't know until one day I had a reaction. So I stopped eating them. Mm-hmm. Years later, um, my ex-husband was like, let's have oysters. And I'm like, no. He's like, it's just in your head. Like, it's not, it's probably just in your head. Just try it. And I'm like, G there. I was like, okay, we're going to do this. He was to poison you. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'm like, G there. I was like, okay, to deck. I'm going to more again. Let's see. Oh, my gosh. So I had one. And within like 30 minutes, I, we had to go home. And it was like projectile vomiting. Like, it was mm. awful. I didn't die from it, obviously. But it was awful, and it's because of this mentality of like, it's in your head. It's yeah, mm. yeah. No, it's stupid. Uh, it, it can be fatal.